Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amarik Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque! You know what that means? Well, that means the Knob Hill Shopping Complex is putting up the Christmas tree right in front of the Albuquerque Duke store. Let's go! Yeah. Let's go! That thing is big. It's big. It's it a, is a big tree. Hey, it's real, too. I looked at it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. real. It's a real one. I went, I, went and, I, I went and touched one of the branches yeah, and I, I felt rubbed, it. rubbed the tips of my fingers yeah. on it, and I got that. That tree oil on yeah. me. It took a big sniff. Yeah, some pine tar. It's real. For the Albuquerque Dukes <laughs> baseball store. Some pine tar. Happy holidays, David Weesey. Carl joining us on the program. What's Hello. What's up, Dave? Hey, I, uh, I got a puppy recently. I don't know if I told you guys this. <gasps> Pull that microphone a little closer and tell me more. I got a puppy recently. I don't know hey, if I told you guys yeah. this. Oh, hey, Dave. Hey, hey. Uh, he's been eating Christmas ornaments. Not Ooh. great. Not great. Came home yesterday. Three Christmas ornaments gone. Check, check, his, check his pals. Check, check his yeah, poops. I'm a little worried about check him. A little worried about him. Um, he's a puppy. That's what he does. That's what they do. Yeah. Are there puppy laxatives? Does that exist? Does that technology exist? I think I think laxatives just exist. You oh, just okay. give them your puppy, maybe? I don't know. I, you know what? Don't take medical advice from me. Cut it by weight. There you go. Yeah. Uh, maybe don't, Quarter dose. don't do anything that we're suggesting medically ever. What type of... Ornaments are we talking about? Uh, one was a, a little wood piece that my sister made for me. That's edible. They, yeah. Dogs can eat wood. Two, and, two and of them were wood. One of them was plastic. And fibrous. Yeah, it's probably yeah. good for his diet. But one was plastic. One was little yeah. uh, little peanuts. Uh, Christmas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Whenever, whenever your puppy started eating the little wood ones, was your puppy like, bark, 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 bark on a tree? Yeah. <laughs> That's the right response. So, Van, so Van you want to yeah. do the show? Anyways, yeah. how are things? Great, great, great. <laughs> you know, Fred, you're, you're gone. You're gone. Uh, this is now two men on with Van Nunley and David Weesey Carl. You guys have done that a lot, actually. It's not that sure. weird. <laughs> yeah, it's not that weird for the listener. Speaking of, i got to be out of town next week, so we'll connect on that, whatever. We'll figure that whole thing out. How are the United? What's up? Team store open? Holiday sales going good? What's up with the team? Team store open. Holiday sales going well. We've got a thing going on right now called our Doce Dias. 12 days in Espanol. Oh, okay, uh, every other day from December 1st to December 23rd, uh, we will have some sort of special thing going on. On the odd the days. On the odd days. The odd so days. today is uh, you spend 25 bucks in the store, you get a limited edition New Mexico United winter sticker, a little holiday sticker. Uh, the other day uh, we, we kicked things off with our, with our holiday scarf. Um, we got it. So we're going to be revealing... Uh, some stuff every other day. Uh, the second day was a new player signing, which we just announced, which is really, really Did, cool. I, mi- I missed it. Marco Micheletto is your newest New Mexico. M squared? Let's hey. go. Born in Rome, raised, yeah. in, raised in England. Chop it a Midfielder who scores a heck of a lot of goals. We're really excited to bring him in. And he's excited to do a two men on special where he makes a delicious pasta dish with us. I talked to his old team. Yes. And they told me that he is the best interviewer they've ever had. So I'm excited to bring him in for that reason, too. That's exciting. Is he physically here yet? He's not here yet. He'll be okay. here in a couple weeks. Let's go. We'll okay. get him on. We'll Let's get him on. Go. Exciting. Yeah. You guys just scavenge the whole world for players? We do. We Isn't have that a, crazy? Our director of, of uh, player personnel, our, our sporting director, rather, yeah. is his title, Itamar Kanon, he has contacts literally all over the world. 
all over the world. Born, he was born and raised in Israel. Uh, he lives in Texas, comes back and forth between Texas and New Mexico. But that man, he was an agent for a long time, yeah. an international agent like Austin Powers. Uh, and he goes and he finds players all around the world. I mean, guys like Zico Bailey and Jacobo Reyes, who were absolutely phenomenal for us as mid-year acquisitions last year, that's Itamar. He's unbelievable. That's super sweet. It's really fun. A Texas Israeli? Yeah. Those are very common, right? Bucky Goldstein? <laughs> yep. That's a pretty good name. That's super good. I like stole that. that. That's a Stephen Wright joke. I stole that. Ah, yeah. okay. I like it quite I pilfered a bit. that one. So uh, how does it work with leagues, though? Because obviously we know your schedule, right? It's, it's April until next year. March. March. Okay, March. it's March until next year will be closer to December because you have to win all the championships. That's right. But there's different seasons around the world. Like, do these guys play at different times around the world? Do they wrap up a season here, go to another season? Do you pick them up mid-season here because another season's wrapping? Are these guys playing 300 days out of 365 days a year? Most of them, no. Okay. But there are some players. Uh, Kevon Frater is a great example of this. He's a player we had in year one. Uh, he stayed with us for the first year and then moved on, went overseas, played in Israel and played in yeah. India. Uh, we brought him back in year four at the end of the Indian Premier League season. So he had just finished a season in India, took a couple weeks break, and came and played with us. Um, doesn't happen often, but it is possible. It does happen from time to time. I like that. And that, I, I imagine that would be a lot of wear and tear on the body. So Italian Eminem has the best of both worlds Italian now. M&M. <laughs> so he gets to come here and have enchilada casserole. Yes. And then go back home and have lasagna casserole. Let's go. And he's English, so he has terrible boiled food. I can say that because I'm English. I'm English and Italian. This is actually the perfect player for me. The three of us, there's not a lot of diversity in the three of us. The three of us are just the one thing. Yeah. Um, Different types of white dudes. Yeah. We know. know. He's he's potatoes, I'm noodles. I mean, there it is. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm just glad to be here. That's my thing. David Weesey Carl joining us. Big announcement locally, obviously, Sunday and, and tickets on sale now. New Mexico Bowl's coming around. Let's go, Aggies. Yeah. Let's, uh, that's how I feel, right? Yeah. So sure. it's uh, professionally or personally, how excited do the United get about the New Mexico Bowl and bringing all these faces to town, seeing your billboards, seeing your excitement? How does that work with you guys? I mean, New Mexico Bowl is one of the best sporting things that happens yeah. in the state year in and year out. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. You get to bring in folks from around the world, around right. the country. Uh, they're playing Fresno State, so you're bringing in folks from that area as well. But in addition to that, it's just fun. It's just sure. fun. I've been in New Mexico Bowl the last couple of years. It's a blast. It's chilly. It's worth it to be out there in the cold because it's fun. You get to show off this place. I love that you, know, you go to the game, and, and they make an effort. They make a real effort to show off not just the New Mexico Bowl, but the state. Yeah. Um, and, and it makes me proud. It makes me proud to be a New Mexican. It makes me proud to be in sports here. Um, I have a great time going to that. So highly recommended. Get your tickets now. Go see, uh, go see the Aggos beat Fresno State. You know what I really Love like it. about it is um, the way it's, it's a nationally televised ESPN game, right? Mm-hmm. So it feels a lot more like when I was in college. Because I, I went to a, PAC, a Tupac school which used to be a Pac-10 school, which used to be a Pac-12 school, and we would be on national TV every week. So you get, like, yeah. fun breaks, and you'd have entertainment. It was, it was nonstop, but it wasn't all football. Yeah. And that's what, the, that's what the New Mexico Bowl feels like to me. No offense, like a Mountain West game or whatever. but It's they, not the same thing. No, they just play straight through. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, let's, let's hit the TV timeouts, and let's get weird stuff and yep. promotions and flips. And There are people who come for that. Yeah. Right? There are people who maybe aren't as into the football as, as maybe any of the three of us might be or any maybe listener it might be, but they come to see the, the stuff that you wouldn't normally see at a regular game, and that's fun. That's a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. I love going to the Lobo games, but it's a different animal. Yeah. It's a different thing. Big basketball game this past week, and a lot of your guys get out there too. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have, we have folks who go out to those. We actually have some of our photographers who kind of pull double duty and have a lot of fun with oh, that too, which wow. is kind of cool. Oh, that's our dope. photographers will go out there, take some photos of the Lobo games, and, and gets, uh, the basketball in particular is a lot of fun for those guys. They're going to be an official New Mexico United tailgate. Good question. At the New Mexico Bowl, or unofficial even. 
We'll just put. Up. I mean, I will be out there drinking beers in the parking lot if you want to come chill. We're Close in. enough. Yeah, we're in. Yeah. Yeah. We're 100 in. I believe I have a United flag. We'll just put it up. You probably have one. I don't need to source that to you. <laughs> you know, I know, I know a guy. Yeah, I know a guy. Yeah. Um, and I still owe Van. I haven't forgotten that twelve rack. Twelve rack. We could we could grow it every time we talk. It's about a thirty it. rack. It's a thirty now. rack I mean, now. With, yeah. with interest, we're yeah. talking right. About yeah, it's been two years almost. We're fastly well, approaching a, year, a keg. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm, I'm a man of my word. I will get it. It's just a matter of I don't get to Texas very often. So. Fair. Yeah. yeah. And when, they don't have it on Tavor either. Ooh, okay. They don't. When did uh, your Eagles start sucking, and do you feel it's because you went and you saw You know, them when in- you invited me on the show, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. going to do this, aren't they? Well, it's just you went to see them on Monday night. It yeah. was the whole thing. Yeah. And then it has been um, a beautiful disaster since then. That's absolutely false. They lost one game. They lost one game. It's one more than they had lost before. No, that was exactly a, the same number. <laughs> that and they won. lost to a very good San Francisco team as opposed to losing to the Jets early in the season, who, I don't know if you guys know this, not very good. No, yeah. not good. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, they don't. So, I mean, that one loss to the Niners was, like, equal to two losses, I think. That's correct. I yeah. mean, if you ask any of the national media pundits, the Eagles are the worst team in the NFL right now, where I they s- were the best team the week before. So Naturally. Uh, that's, that's just national media. There's too many distractions off the field, really. You know, it's your center, for some reason, the sexiest guy alive. Yeah, he is. That's yeah. true. Your everyone who plays wide receiver is a diva. That's right? not true, but okay. The, your quarterback is not a guitar player like Tua, so mm-hmm. he's not cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all these reasons why the Eagles won't be successful. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, thank you, Stephen A. I appreciate yeah, that. Got you. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's again, if you ride the highs and you ride the lows all the time, I think you're going to fail. You're going to fail. I mean, I think that's in any sport. That's in life. Right? You ride the highs and the lows of every single thing yeah. that happens in your life. You're not going to get through well, it. Well, the, the city of Philadelphia doesn't ride highs or lows. They ride second place finish only. That's what Philadelphia rides. And they've been doing it for years now. That's mm. their thing. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, let's talk about the city of St. Louis, shall okay. we? Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How's your NFL team doing? <sighs> yeah, okay. Let's move on. Thank Jeff you. Jeff Symbieta announced yesterday on this program that the greatest athlete in St. Louis sports history, Marshall Falk, will be speaking at his New Mexico Bowl, so that's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool thing. Yeah, got to go somewhere else for that, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> the greatest athlete in the history of St. Louis is Ryan Howard. Just want to throw that out there. Played for the Phillies. Yeah. Mm, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I see. Also, I mean, I'm not going to be that guy, but the Battlehawks draw, you know, for being real honest. As far as the XFL squads go, uh, they Best attendance in the XFL. It's not even close, too. Yeah. It's like they're light years away from everyone else. That's so awesome. Yeah, just super dedicated. Love that. Uh, uh, $20 ticket. What do, what do you say, Fred? Um they're trying to be. The, they're trying to be the best at something that no one wants to do. How, how does that work? Uh, they're, yeah, they're the best at something no one else is trying to be the best. There at. you go. You know what? Saint Saint Louis SC, real good MLS team. They are very good. Yeah, and they they're, got a cool stadium. They're fun to watch. They they play the game in the right way. They draw well. That, I mean, Saint Louis does that very well. Do you guys have you guys broken ground on your new stadium yet? No, we have a long way to go. When does that start next week? No, 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 no. We still have a lot of stuff to get through. We've got appeals. We've got. All kinds of stuff to work our way through before we get anywhere close to breaking ground. And, and most importantly, we're gonna, we've got listening. We need to do a lot of, a lot of listening. We're going to continue to listen and, and hear what are the things people are excited about, what are the things people are not excited about, yeah. and how do we make those things as good as possible. But we can be there when you do, right? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. I got shovels. I got a pickaxe. Okay. got okay. a pry bar. I've got a mason jar full of moonshine so we can just be old-timey prospectors. <laughs> Let's go. I just, have, I just have implements of destruction. That's, hey. my, that's my whole thing. Implements okay. of destruction. That's what I, that's what I bring. Anything could be an implement of destruction with the right attitude. Like, let's, let's be serious. Fair. Fair. No, yeah. Thank you and yes. I'm super <laughs> into that. Uh, all right, go ahead and spoil what the big discount is uh, two days from now at the United Store. Uh, so today's a sticker. Tomorrow you will find out what the next days is on our social media channels Ooh. at New Mexico UTD. At New Mexico UTD. Good tease. That's wild. I'm in this business.
That's wild. That's, that is the thing for you. <laughs> so can your can your Eagles rebound from the biggest game of the year to this week's biggest game of the year? You know, uh, yes uh, is the answer to that. I mean, look at the teams that Dallas has beaten. I mean, they, they be, they've only beat one team that has a winning record. Mm-hmm. That's it. Or the entire season, they've only beat one team that has a winning record. And if, the, if you're an Eagle and you can't get up for a game in Dallas, then there's an issue, right? Um, I will say it was not fun watching my team get, was it 49 dropped on them or whatever they it was They did last not week. do well. Uh, I was not enjoying that. But at the same time, my hope is that the silver lining is this is a wake-up call, right? Uh, because they've been riding high, 10-1, and one, and, you know, people have said they're the Super Bowl favorite and Jalen Hurts is the MVP favorite and all these type of things. And uh, hopefully that doesn't get in your head, but if you need a wake-up call, that was it. Well, Dallas is going to finish ahead of them divisionally. No, that's, so that's going to put that them is, in an away game. That is, it's uncomfortable how false that Green, is. Green Bay is not going to lose a game the rest of the year because every team they play is Facts. duty. Yeah. So Facts. they're going to sure. jump straight up. Obviously, uh-huh. the 49ers will not also So you're lose. saying the Eagles aren't going to make the playoffs? <sighs> Are they still doing a wild card team? Uh, you know, they do a couple of those. Actually. Okay, so they got a shot at one of those. Maybe. Yeah, one of those will get them in, mm-hmm. and then uh, it'll be a tough road for them to hoe as uh, San Francisco can beat them, Green Bay obviously can beat them. Oh, obviously, yeah. Uh, well, Dallas will handedly, and I guess that, that leaves who? Detroit to beat them as well. So uh-huh, it's uh-huh. going to be, unless they play an NFC South team, they're in a lot of trouble. I think the NFC, the entire division just got relegated to the XFL. Let's so, yeah. That's cool. right. Pro-Rel. Pro-Rel for USA. I, I like my Packers' chances the rest of the year oh, because they have the Cowboys' schedule for the rest of the year. There you go. Yeah, only playing losing teams. Well, and Jordan Love got good. Like mm-hmm. he, he was like, I'm done messing around. I'll be good now. I like Jordan just, Love a lot. Just kidding. I do again. Also, Jordan Love. <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah. Jordan Love's the comparative thing where um, every other quarterback currently in the NFL, except for three of them, are all booty. So then you see Jordan hold on, Love. Hold on, what three? What three are not booty? Yeah. Dallas has got a guy. Dak San Francisco's got, got a guy. Brock Purdy. Kansas City has got a guy. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so that's kind of it. Those that, are the only three. Okay. That's kind of the list. That's good to know. And then it falls off Thank after you, that. Thank you, Stephen. A. Substantially. Yeah. Ja- Jaguars used to have a guy. They used to have a well, guy. Well, yeah. they got a guy with one ankle. Yeah. You, need, you need double that oh. to do well. You well, need. That, there's the issue. I mean, the NFL selection committee has taken Jaguars out of playoff contention. Uh, now. Oh, anybody, from, yeah. anybody from that part of the country shouldn't be in playoff contention at the, the committee has said so. Bob so, Iger has said, yeah, the committee has said so. I uh, I grew up hating Florida State. I grew up in South Florida. I was sure. a Miami fan, so I grew up hating Florida State, and even I feel for them. Like, they got screwed. They, they got did. so screwed. 100% they did. Van said to me off air, he goes, you know, if Dion was coaching them, they'd be in. Uh, no a, doubt. So uh-huh. You're not, yeah. He's not wrong. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. And if you think about it, Liberty doesn't get in to a bowl game. Correct. For the same reason that it, – it's the opposite reason that Florida State didn't get in. The, like, the committee is so – inconsistent mm-hmm. liberty had a much tougher schedule they had one loss and they didn't get in a team that had no losses and i'm not but fewer losses and a worse schedule got in ahead of them so it's it's the exact opposite it's it's a dichotomy of actually explanation was it 2017 was it fau that was also undefeated is that who it was ucf ucf, UCF. Uh, and didn't they just, like, make their own national championship? They called themselves. They still call themselves the 2018 <laughs> national champion. That's yeah. a little cringy. I'm going to be honest. They have their own trophy. They, they have their own trophy There's case a banner on up campus. in the stadium. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's bad. Uh-huh. But there's no reason Florida State should have not been in that Final Four. And, again, this is coming from somebody who grew up hating that team. I agree completely. They got hosed. Mm-hmm. Who are they, they playing? Time. What game are they in? 
I don't know. They're going to get demolished by Georgia. There you go. <laughs> that's what's yeah. going to happen, right? Yeah. And then uh-huh. this, jeez, yeah. that's the reward. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're going undefeated. You get the opportunity to not play in the bowl championship series or whatever the hell it's called these days and losing to the, probably the best team in the country, even right. though they lost And then ESPN Correct. puts Booger McFarlane on TV, and he's like, he's like, I'm really sorry. Florida State sucks. I'm sorry I said anything at all. They've been terrible this whole time. That's what's going to happen. Unbelievable. Also, all those weird Georgia fans, because they're the weirdest fans. Like, mm. it's, it's not even close. I went to West Virginia. I beg to differ. Oh, good point. <laughs> we're, we're weird, bro. We're just not very good. <laughs> you guys are all cool. Like, no, you're not. You guys <laughs> <laughs> you super suck until you all find a mountain mama, and then mm. you guys, like, calm down. Yeah. I mean, I'm not from West Virginia. Let's be very clear here. Yeah. I, I, I lived there because I went to college there, and I had a great time, and I'm proud of that place. But uh, I was I was not raised on the shine. I, I found the shine in college. Uh, when you first got to West Virginia, and there were like ample amounts for the first time in your life, mountain mamas. Mm. Was it was it as magnetic as I believe it to be? Like you can't escape them. Well, you had no choice but to let the country roads take you home. There you go. Uh, That's the okay. whole thing. David Weese, Carl of the New Mexico United. Thank you for sitting down with us, starting the program. Obviously, the New Mexico United are doing stuff year-round. What's the best way for people to stay in touch? Uh, check us out on social media at NewMexicoUTD.com. But more importantly right now, come on out to the Duke store. This place is friggin' great. I love the stuff they do. We did a great collab with them last right year. Here. I got a hoodie there right it is. there. Uh, we're we're having a jersey maybe some, down here. some quiet conversations about maybe expanding on that. So uh, we'll see what happens in the, in the coming year. Uh, but come on down to the Duke store. It's a great place. I do think the Albuquerque Dukes, New Mexico United, Tumanon collab. Mm-hmm. Needs to drop. One of these three is not like the other. <laughs> Hurtful. Yeah, it's I didn't sitting. say it was better or worse. I I'm just said it was different. Just, we're sitting right here. Like we're so close to you right now. I you didn't just, say it was better or worse. It was hurtful things. We love you guys. Maybe we can start like a softball team or something. Oh, that's the collab I'm <laughs> yeah, in that's for. That's what I was going with. Where... Now Van's gonna bean me though. Yeah. <laughs> I call lead off. Sorry, called it. I. You guys know how. I back clean up. It's fine. The first guy gets to the field, lead off, and then it goes down the list from there. Fair um, enough. Van is always last. I'll bring the beers. I swear, Van, I'll bring the beers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've heard that before. Whenever we get back, we jump into reaction from the football game last night. A lot of people call that Monday night football. Mm-hmm. I call it uh, the most recent football because there's football every single day. It's so much football. So much football. Two men on. Live from the Duke store, come hang out with your boys. If you can't find us, look for the big-ass Christmas tree out front. That's, That's real. It, that thing has to be 30 foot tall. I'm going to go, before I leave, I'm going to go get some needle, what would you call it? The oil? Oh, oh yeah, uh, oil. Bark, bark juice. Bark juice. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the technical term. Yeah. Scientific. I, I, went, I went to college a couple semesters. <laughs> so you're going to go rub a little trunk junk off there. And just, yeah. Uh, yeah. You should be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610, home of Sunday Night Football, the sports animal. All right. So we don't usually go down the, I don't know, word I want to use here, speculative. But a bunch of insiders have just reached out to me, Fred Slow, you, Van Nunley, and now joining us, Steve Palmasano. And it looks as if the New Mexico Lobos are going to name a new head coach, and it's going to be Bronco Mendenhall. First off, strong name. Super strong name. Bronco Mendenhall yeah. sounds like a guy who was born to coach Correct. Football. What is his nickname? Colt? Well, I mean. Is it Colt? 
I'm stealing this straight off of Steve's plate right now. <laughs> oh, okay. We got to change it to Lobo it Mendenhall. Might be, it might be Lobo. Yeah, Lobo Mendenhall is Steve, his next name. That is kind of a cool name. Lobo Mendenhall? Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into Lobo. Mendenhall. I'm going to turn you up just a little bit, Steve. Sorry. So, well, you're, you're so soft spoken. I'm you know, sorry. You're a big stick guy. I'll speak up. Yeah, just uh, Steve, mm. big stick, Paul Masano <laughs> joining us on the program. Bronco Mendenhall, huh? I don't know. I've heard Steve referred to that quite often. As Big Stick? Yeah. Also, something that rhymes with stick, too. They call it. Oh, Steve. Big Steve. Yeah, Big Steve. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's totally what I meant. I'm I'm into that. I'm learning about Bronco Mendenhall as we're going through it. Spent some time at BYU. (laughs) Went to a bunch of bowl games in a row. He's 135 and 81 in all of his seasons. Um, Okay. I mean, okay. It's a good get. The insiders that reached out to me are not university proper. So these right. are not employed by the university. This is not coming from the university. <sighs> I like winners. I'm in on that. I like big programs. Virginia and BYU, both that. Been out of the game a couple of years? Does that scare you? No, it's come back. Got fresh legs. <sighs> He's not running, man. He's, he's coaching. He's coaching. Got to stand a lot. He was at New Mexico from 98 to 2002 as an assistant coach. That, I mean, because there's a culture shock here. Right. Like, like individual, like friend of the show listening right now is like, this is the greatest place on earth. This place is so damn different from anywhere from else. everywhere and on If you've planet. never been anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if someone is like, yeah, I'm super comfortable with Albuquerque and its drivers, like, okay. I don't mean on the golf course. Mm-hmm. Great golf courses here, too. God, we have really good golf courses. If Lobo Mendenhall's a golfer, he's in paradise. <laughs> Did you call him Lobo Mendenhall? Yeah. Yeah. yeah super and I will continue <clears throat> to. <That's> <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I mean, well, I'm, sure, I'm sure if this is the move that the Lobos wanted to make, that this is going to be an immediate fit, and he's going to jump in, and, and, and hopefully it goes really well. There's the other side of this coin. Where if you're going to do it, you do it right now. You, you then call Jeff Simbietta and you say, hey, can we bring this cat out at the New Mexico Bowl? Can 100%. we introduce him in front of the Aggie fan base? <laughs> 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 the Boo Birds would be so heavy. Yeah. Also, Zach Arnett, if you're listening right now, I need my air tag back that I stuck in your luggage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was following a Twitter account that was following... His flights. Yeah. Because I thought for sure it was Zach Arnett. That's not creepy at all. Listen, so you could you can do that to football coaches, but the second I do that to my ex-girlfriend, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to stop telling everyone you're doing it. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Yeah, you just said it out loud. Damn Again. <sighs> this the good thing say, is he's been here before. He's coached here. He that's knows, the thing, he knows right? The, he knows the lay of the land. Well, in... I mean, this is going to sound cliche like business talk. Um, must be excited about a challenging opportunity. Sure. <laughs> like that's, that's what this football program is. This is a mega challenging football opportunity right now. Mm, but when it's good, it is great. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he's got a taste of it. The time that he was there, competent, competent football program. Well, is he going to bring in Brian Urlacher to coach the defense? Like, what's the vision? That'd be cool. I mean, he was here at that time, right? Like, it, that, sure, I'm sure they got a relationship. Coached college football for a long time. BYU is a weird-ass school, too. Like, 
you're going from the weirdest school to like the weirdest city. Mm-hmm. Like, like this has to be a dude that's a little alternative. And his name's Bronco. Bronco. You know he's got a hippie parents. Sure. Lobo. He went from BYU <laughs> to. He went from BYU to Virginia. So I think it was Virginia to his last place, right? In Which s- one? East Virginia? Just Virginia. Is that the one with the swords? Cavaliers. 16 <clears throat> of his last 17 seasons as a head coach. He's been bowl eligible. That'd be wild here. That'd be, That'd be a wild thing. He's been uh, considered one of the sport's top thinkers, a program builder, and a coach who values building and structure. Okay. Yeah, all those things sound great. Yeah, those are lovely things to say about yeah. a coach. I'm in. Sure. I don't know what coaching staff you build here. I don't know. Do you retain anyone who was already here? Do you, you bring in? I think if you hire someone right now, you bring in all new everyone's. Yeah, I would say for sure. Yeah, you got to start fresh. You got to rip the Band-Aid off and completely start fresh. But he's been in the game so long, he's got all the connections he needs. And you know BYU cranks out a new quarterback every year. Like you got a plenty of offensive coordinators right there. Jim- okay, give me a new head coach. Grab all the best players from the transfer portal. Win a national championship. Okay, this seems like the start to the formula. This is how you do it. I like the way you're thinking. I'm into that. Where are we going to get that like thirty million dollars from to buy all these players? Well, now the NCAA is proposing. A rule to let schools and athletes enter, like in NIL deals, like in in unison, right? Which you think would build a little bit of loyalty, because um, I, if I was a college football player, would transfer every single opportunity I got for more money mm-hmm. anywhere else in the country for more money. The only thing that matters is money. Loyalty to a program does not matter. Your degree does not matter. Only money matters. I need to be very clear on that. The guy who used to coach BYU might disagree. <laughs> That's a different culture over there. That is for sure. Welcome to uh, the UNM Lobo football team where we have a minivan for every player we sign so they can start a family immediately and put down roots and be here just like BYU. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> Here's yeah. the, our offensive coordinator, Kevin Curtis. Welcome. Uh, let's talk about the importance of uh, the Don Cariel offense and passing. And they'll say, let's talk about the importance of family. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. At BYU, they run out with their kids on senior night. <laughs> like their family of four. Is that real? <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> There's superlatives in the university yearbook. And, like, they're all gunning for cutest family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like... <laughs> The uh, best uh, honeymoon photos is is one of them because that's it's a different culture there. Instead of like teaching the freshmen like what dorms are the most fun to go party at, like they're like, okay, like how's your four hundred one k game? Yeah, correct. (laughs) Have you thought about investing in real estate? Now uh, to this twenty seven year old freshman. Yeah. Hey guys, big hey, it's Saturday (laughs) night, big win, boys. You know, obviously, you know, we, we know you're not going to go out too late. But here's the thing. We're going to be in church. It's not called church. We're going to be in temple. Temple. We're going to be in temple tomorrow at 6.15 a.m. And they're all there by 5.45. Of course like, they are. Like, they don't, they do not mess that thing mm-hmm. up. After film and weights, we're all going to temple together. <laughs> yes. So bring your, <laughs> bring your slacks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, uh, hey, guys, um, you know, we're on the road this week. We're playing, uh, it's a, you know, it's a big game. It's a big game. We're, we're on the road, but it's a co- big conference game. Um, so go ahead and ta- go ahead and wear a suit. I know you guys only own polos, mm-hmm. but we're going to up to a suit this time. Fantastic. Uh, for the travel, but your travel suits, please. Awesome. Um, not any of the 100 polos you have in your closets. Yeah. Also, we'll, uh, for team dinner that evening, uh-huh. uh, feel free to bring your wife. And they're like, which one? <laughs> which one? How many, how many RSVPs do I have? Just waiting to go there. Whatever they make the players line up in alphabetical order, but it's like really tough because there's uh, juniors, there's seconds, there's thirds, mm. and then there's the fourth. Correct. And uh, so it gets confusing around the Wilson time. <laughs> Super difficult. Uh, yeah, Jebediah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Here, here, present. Oh, okay. No, not you. No, it's the other 12 Jebediahs. Correct, something else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm in on Bronco Mendenhall and his hippie parents who named him Bronco. I I think it's a good get. Is he from Flagstaff just playing the odds? It's a good guess. You ever been to Flagstaff, Steve? Yeah. Every child in Flagstaff is named after the earth in some way. Correct. There's multiple rivers in my niece's third grade class. Multiple. Yeah. How many kids are named Autumn? <laughs> like, Multiple. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. You live in Flagstaff. You name your kid like a verb or a part of the earth. Like that is that is how weird these hippies are out there. Uh, also, a big thank you to our friend of the Albuquerque Ice Topes, Forrest Stolting. Whenever we get back to the program, we recap Monday Night Football because <laughs> we were going to do it uh, before all these weird texts started rolling in. It's on live from the Albuquerque Duke store. We got some fun giveaways day. It's ten percent off if you get something here at the Duke store. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, it's ten percent off here at the Duke store, um, but it, it's not ten percent lost to the Dukes because Van is going to pay that. Yep. So you come in, you save ten percent. We're going to love to have you here. Talk to the boys for a little bit, at least during commercial break, and then we're at today at five forty-five. Van five forty-five. Five forty-five. We're giving away Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets, so let's go on yeah. that. We're going to have a text giveaway. For the Red Hot Chili Peppers, we'll do that today as well. Is they're coming to Isleta on June the seventh? That's going to be a bang. Is that a weekend or is that a weekday? Do we look? Um, no, I don't, okay. I don't have next year's okay. calendar memorized That's quite right. yet. I just pulled up. Well, it's a leap year, so it makes it harder. Oh, bummer. so yeah, no, I get that. Um, okay, so we go to June. It's a Friday. It's a Friday night. Uh, Ice topes are on the road, so it should be good. Should be a good little. Should be a good little night that night, Steve. Where's the concert? Isleta. Okay. Would you like to go with us? Yeah. Me and Steve and Van are going. We're, we're going to get a party bus, Van just told me. Is this, what, is this what we're doing, Van? We might need two. Yeah. We you might know, need two. Manhigh, who opens for Duke City Championship Wrestling, Yeah, they uh, play the VIP at all those things in the back. So sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, we might have, we might have some. Uh, let's hang out with Flea is what I'm saying. And you can hang out with, you can watch us hang out with Flea. If you win this giveaway today at 545, as we're going to do a text something. Okay? All the members of the original band are currently on tour. Oh, there have been a lot of members. There's been a lot of members. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't um, know how you can get them all. And just then, Flea and then the, the rest? Yeah, Ketis and Flea will be there. Yeah. Okay. No clue who else is joining them. The Well, Smith will be there, the John, drummer. Oh, you mean Will Ferrell? Yeah, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell will be there with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you got every member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers to be there, it would be the Trans-Siberian Chili Peppers because <laughs> yeah. that's how many members there are. <laughs> Stepping away, coming back, though. It's Tumen on live from the Albuquerque Duke store. Come see this big old tree in the parking lot. This thing's gigantic. Does this come out of your budget? How does this thing work? I paid for that. 
Okay. There yeah. you go. Steve Balmasano <laughs> put up the tree. <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610, home of Sunday Night Football, the sports animal. If you're here for the Red Hot Chili Peppers giveaway, you're one hour early. We're doing that at 545. Stick around. We're going to have a text giveaway. You know you can always reach out to the boys, though. 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Hotline. Joining us on the Sports Animal Hotline, friend of the show, Frank. Frank, welcome, brother. So an extra bonus for hiring Bronco Mendehall might be bringing back Rocky as a defensive coordinator. Okay, say more. Why do you feel that way? Well, they coached together. Uh, Bronco actually played uh, at BYU. He was a defensive back there. And then uh, when he got out of college or shortly thereafter, he worked with Rocky here. Um, They've, I think, you know, coaching is a small group of people. It's a network. You have coaching trees and – since Rocky, if, I assume that if Rocky wants to still coach, that this would be a perfect landing spot for him. Uh, and coming back as a defensive coordinator would be great for the Lobos, great for Bronco, great for him, great for us. So Lo- Lobo Mendenhall was Rocky Long's D coordinator. Right. And them two together had the hybrid, what they called the, um, oh, God, I'm going blank, Lobo Lobo back when well, they used Brian Erlacher yeah. as a safety That's linebacker right. hybrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty revolutionary. Yeah, it wasn't a Lobo back. It was just a Lobo position. And uh, I played back in the day when Rocky was the defense, defensive backs coach uh, for the Lobos. And this whole defense is kind of stemmed from Joe Lee Dunn, uh, who was a head coach here and a head coach in Mississippi. And uh, he basically came up with this scheme that now most of the pro teams use. Uh, and it's just... Uh, uh, you know, like a three, three, five, coverage, right? yeah. a lot of blitzing from different positions. Uh, you're switching inside and outside. You're, you're, there's a lot of movement up front, so it's, it's difficult to block because, uh, you know, in the old days, you just blocked the guy in front of you. Uh, nowadays, you can't just block the guy in front of you. You've got to be prepared to go to the left or the right, depending on how, you know, the, the defense is moving. So uh, Rocky was part of that. Uh, Bronco was part of that in the earlier days. And so I wouldn't be surprised if Rocky came back, if he still wants to coach. Well, and what's interesting is he currently has a deal with Syracuse. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't necessarily know the bio rules. I don't necessarily know right. all that stuff. You know, but to come here is, is leaving somewhere early. You know, and that shows a different level of dedication. But I don't know what the options are for that. I don't understand buyouts enough. I can't tell you that. I do have this question, though, and you, you hear me out on it, Frank. I thought a tough hill for – the previous coach, Dana Gonzalez, to climb was the hill that Rocky was here too. Sure. I thought, and we were here with the media, where guys were going to Rocky first and guys were doing these things, and he kind of had to recuse himself from like being in the presence of it's that true. kind of stuff. Would you have concern, Frank, that if Rocky came back, it might be a similar situation with Bronco? Not with a name like Lobo or Bronco, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he success all on his own. The thing with Danny, and Danny's a great guy, but the thing with Danny is he had never been a head coach before. And being a head coach isn't just coaching football. If it were, we probably all would want to be a head coach. Right. Being a head coach is dealing with this, you know, the boosters, dealing with the alumni, dealing with the uh, sportscasters. I mean, yeah. it's, it's uh-huh. fundraising. It's, it's an awful lot more than just coaching. 
Uh, and, and that's a, a hard responsibility uh, to split your time and dedicate enough time in each area. Uh, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why Rocky didn't want to be a head coach anymore. But he still lives, loves coaching and wants to coach, or at least that's the indication, it seems. And so being a defensive coordinator just allows you to coach. You don't have to do all that other stuff. That's a good point. Uh, so I think, you know, uh, football, any sport really, is about relationships, right? I mean, how close a team can play. Look at the Florida State team. That, that third-string quarterback wasn't very good. They still beat a quality team. Sure. They didn't, win, they didn't win convincingly. I get it. It was an ugly, ugly win, but they won the game. And in large part, it's because that team plays together. They play as a unit, and they play with confidence. And so coaching is an awful lot like that. Uh, when you develop that network and you feel really good about the people that are around you, you start being confident. The players see that you're confident. Uh, it, it kind of carries into uh, the flow of a game or the flow of a season. And uh, that chemistry has existed here at UNM in the past, even though it's a difficult place to coach or play. It has existed in the past. Uh, it just has to be the right chemistry. And so, uh, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Rocky still wants to coach that he'd find this as a landing spot. And at Syracuse, the head coach just got fired, so... You know, I don't right. know what his deal is as a defensive coordinator. Usually when the head coach goes, unless they hire you as a head coach, you go too. I mean, all the assistant coaches tend right. to go. And, and Rocky, Rocky here is, uh, he's a legend here. Like, I'm sure he'd he be. He was the quarterback. Yeah, he, he'd be welcomed with open well, arms, I'm here, sure. Coached here. He was a defensive back coach when I played. He was, you know, in the moving, going someplace else to Wyoming and then uh, UCLA, I think, and then San Diego State. I think he was at Arizona for a while. You know, and, and then he found a landing spot as a head coach at San Diego State. Uh, you know, he could have still been at San Diego State. He didn't want to be there because I don't think he wanted to be a head coach anymore. But uh, I think, I mean, obviously he still wants to coach because he's coaching at Syracuse. Right. So and taking I, I nothing think, away. I think it's a bonus. I played for Rocky, okay? Right. right. If, you, if you know him and you were ever on a football field with him, you would give your heart and soul for that guy. Well, okay, okay. He, mm. he is that mm. kind of coach. And he would give his heart and soul for you. That's awesome. Okay, so we got him back with Bronco because Bronco is the same. I, I only met him a few times, but he is the same type of person, the same uh, characteristics, the same desire to win. You know, Rocky is not a big guy. And he was a, he was a you know, like an all-conference football quarterback back in the day of the option the triple option, the wishbone uh, offenses, okay? He's a small guy, and he was able to compete at a higher level. Bronco's not a real big guy either, and he was able to compete at a higher level. You know, there's something about these Napoleonic figures, right, where they may Good not word. be big people in stature, but, man, uh, you can see them walking through the door anytime they come in. Just because of their, their style, their personality, their grace, their compassion, their giving, I mean, their affection for their team, the place that they coach at, all of those things. They, these guys have that, and that's what we need. And some, some great points, Frank. Thanks for a, a great call. That was a good call. Um, taking nothing away from his talent, his experience, his expertise, let's address the elephant in the room. He's 73 years old. Sure. Coming up on 74. Traditionally, that's how it works. 
Yeah, yes, that's the next one. <laughs> yes. If you uh, uh, if you're a counting person, yeah, who's not? But when when do you hit that point where you don't have that? This is a year round, twenty four hours job. Does he have the chutzpah for it still? Can he at seventy three, about to be seventy four years old, give the dedication that he needs to be part of this well, program? There, you know, there's not to me anyways. Do we need to put a ton of conjecture into it because he's still at Syracuse this moment, whatever? Sure. But. 70 is not what 70 used to be. 70 is not what 70 was 30 years ago when we thought 70 was old. You know, and especially when you're surrounded by these programs that allow you to do what? Physically stay in shape Mm -hmm. and have the correct diet and do these things. And you can get some examples of of, of real longevity. You know, Jack LaLanne is not the outlier anymore. Sure. You know, Uh there's a lot of people that can pursue that life. Um, Yeah, well, let's not dive into it further, though, because it's so right now pie in the sky. But I, I do think there's something to be said about uh, he coming back. This would be the third stint. Is yeah. that correct? Like, I mean, the connection's there. Yeah. The fit is there. I mean, I think he'll be, he's a legend here. I think he'll be welcomed with open arms. He's a talented guy. Steve, do you think Lobo Mendenhall would be into this or no? I think he would. Okay. I mean, I mean anybody named Lobo Mendenhall. Is it, that's a tough name. <clears throat> that's a perfect fit. Yeah. Agreed. You, I'm thinking, because you guys know I'm a teacher by degree. So I'm thinking about going to the university. I'm going to start teaching a class, and they're going to ask me what what building do I want to be in. I'm saying, well, just put me in Mendenhall. Like that's that's where I want to be. I'll teach. I'll teach there. That's the plan. Lobo Mendenhall. Well, and what would you teach, Fred? Um, the history of WWE. Like, what are we? What are you doing here? Um, university of the Streets. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I went to um, um, Hard Knock University. You went to very School. well-paved and well-lit streets. Um, you really don't got to teach a lot about those. Yeah, but all the roads <laughs> I have to walk are winding. <laughs> okay. And all those uh-huh. lights, man, they lead you there are blinding. Hey, no oasis on the day that we're giving away red hot chili pepper tickets. We're doing that okay. at 545. Check back in with us. It's two men on live from the ABQ Duke store. Come hang out with your boys. Get discounts. That cool, uh, that super cool uh, jacket I wear all the time is uh, just absolute fire, and you can get one here. You can get the Duke's one. It is super sweet. You will love it. It's 10% off because Van will pay for it. Also, don't forget on Sunday night, we have football. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This-